If you could multiply something 50 times, what would that something be? Milkshakes? Minutes in the day? How about money? The Virginia Lottery's 50 times the money scratcher gives you 25 chances to win on each ticket. You could win up to $3 million playing 50 times the money. Yeah, multiplying money sounds like fun. No offense to milkshakes. Virginia Lottery Scratchers. Everyday wins. Visit a lottery retailer near you. For odds and more information, visit VALottery.com. What's going on, everybody? Binge Boys Podcast. What up? What it do? How's it going? Mention Matt, or just mention Logan. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back to the Binge Boys Podcast, everybody. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. If you're a longtime listener, welcome back. But if this is your first time, the premise is each week, uh, me and my co-hosts break down the hottest in TV and movies, as well as some music, video games, and pop culture here and there. First things first, follow us on Instagram, Binge Boys Podcast. That's where you get our announcements, top five lists, reviews, and everything else in between. Next thing, go to iTunes. Make sure you left that five-star rating as well as a short review. It helps us out a lot, and it helps us grow the show. Mitch, what's up, dog? What's What'd you do this weekend? What's up? What up, what up? Uh, I didn't do a whole lot this weekend. Just watched a bunch of sports, you know, just watching sports, watching sports. <laughs> getting ready for March Madness. Yeah. So I've been watching some college basketball and uh obviously we've been watching some hockey. Caps are on a nice little heater right now, so that's pr- been pretty nice. So, but yeah. How how was your weekend, man? What what did you get up to? I uh a couple big things happened this weekend. Number 1, I've made my triumphant return to Snapchat. <laughs> I took a hiatus. I am back. Uh, if you want to add me on Snapchat, you can. No one will, but <laughs> unless it's Mitch. Mitch uh, I'm pretty sure I already added you over the weekend. Oh, good, 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 good. <laughs> uh, you can add me at vloganlewis96 in case uh, in case you want to. You won't, but in case you want to. Um, <laughs> that's where you can find me posting uh, Snapchats of, of things. Uh, I don't know. Tomorrow, we're recording this on Sunday just pull back the curtain on full transparency recording this a day early. Cause I got to do some work stuff tomorrow night. Uh, tomorrow, Monday, the 1st of March is my one year anniversary with Catherine uh, of dating. And nice. this weekend we decided to take a little staycation, went uh, up to downtown, stayed in a, in a hotel, um, got a nice dinner. I wouldn't say nice, uh, nice to us in our, in our price range, a nice dinner. Um, and went to the Georgia Aquarium. Check that out. She had never been, so we went and did that. Um, and just really just hung out and relaxed. And a nice, almost a nice reset button to to let it go forward. So shouts to Catherine for one year. Love you, boo boo. She hates that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, that, that's 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 what the that's what was up to this weekend. Uh, and then just soaking in on some of these headlines. Are, are you ready to hear these headlines, Mitch? How about that transition? Yeah, Woo! man. Yeah, man. Number one, a lot of these headlines are going to be real quick today uh, because the first couple are just simple one-line headlines. Like Marvel's Loki series will premiere on Disney Plus on June 11th. The series 
is going to premiere on June 11th. We got a release date. Sweet. Um, the series described by Marvel Studios as a crime thriller. Uh, it follows Loki as he faces off against the Time Variance Authority, otherwise known as the TVA, following the events of Avengers Endgame. Yeah, there you go. There's the release date. So it uh, it also it firmly plants Loki months after Black Widow is slated to hit theaters. Hopefully, yeah, we're on the lookout now for Falcon and the Winter Soldier here in a couple weeks, and then Loki starting up a couple weeks after that. So we're just, or uh, sorry, a couple months after that. So we're just. We got, I'm pretty sure I saw something, Mitch, that said every day, not every day, every week for pretty much the entirety of 2021, we're getting some kind of MCU content, which is just, you love to see that, right? Yeah, that's going to be pretty sweet. <laughs> it, it, it'll make up for the lack of, uh, of shit we got for 2020 in terms of yeah. Marvel. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, we're excited for that. And you know what else we're excited for? Ahsoka Tano. We're excited <laughs> for not Ahsoka Tano. Well, while we are excited for the show Ahsoka, first on May 4th, Disney announced the release date of Star Wars The Bad Batch. The uh, the next animated show uh, kind of same animation styles, The Clone Wars. Uh, yeah, the, the series follows uh, the Bad Batch, during the events of the Clone Wars, a group of elite and experimental clones band together and find their way through a rapidly changing galaxy. Um, according to Disney, this unique squad varies genetically from those in the original clone army, and each of them possess a uh, an exceptional skill. Not sure if this will be a weekly release like the Marvel and the Mandalorian, um, or else, or if it's just going to be a giant, just like they're going to dump. Oh, sorry. There we go. Following the de- debut of the first episode, the second episode will go online three days later. And then after that, all episodes will drop every Friday, like every other Disney Plus series. Star Wars The Bad Batch, May the 4th be with you. Headline number three, finally, Tom <laughs> Holland revealed the actual title for Spider-Man 3 for real this time. Uh First, there was Spider-Man Homecoming. Then there was Spider-Man Far From Home. And now we've got Spider-Man No Way Home. Woo! What the hell does that mean? (laughs) So Uh, I saw a lot of stuff about some theories that people have over the weekend. And, you know, I'm just excited that we got a title. That's one step closer to a trailer. that's 100% correct. One step closer to a trailer. That's all we got. The Spider-Man film is slated for release this December. Next up, this was kind of breaking, in my opinion. Uh, a Superman reboot is in the works at Warner Brothers uh, with J.J. Abrams producing. Okay. Um. Yeah, like there's no information about this, although the rumor is that they are going to not necessarily reboot Henry Cavill, Superman, kind of leave him be where they're going to actually introduce an African-American Superman played by Michael B. Jordan. That's the rumor. Yeah, that's what I, that's the rumor that I saw as well. Um, that would be super cool. I, yeah. I'd be on board with Michael B. Jordan, anything Michael B. Jordan for sure. Yeah, anything that Michael B. Jordan wants to be a part of, I'm cool. Um, so, yeah, that's. That's that. We don't have a release date. We don't have any information other than the fact that it is happening 
and J.J. Abrams is involved. And anything that J.J. Abrams is involved in, I'm pretty dead set on uh, also being uh, cool with. So and then another also just kind of thing I saw today, Paramount Plus announced that. Yes, that's right. Paramount Plus, the next streaming service that inevitably one of us is going to subscribe and share the login information for to the other two. Paramount Plus is uh, getting a Halo TV series slated for 2022. Uh, it was supposed to go from on Showtime, but Paramount TV or Paramount Plus picked up the series and it's slated for the first quarter of 2022. Um, the series is from Steven Spielberg's Amblin Television, uh, which has been working on Halo's series for nearly a decade. Originally announced in 2013, the series was initially expected to launch Xbox original content effort moving forward. Xbox Entertainment Studios closed up shop in 2014. The network greenlit the series in June 2018. Um, but the first season of the show was barely halfway through production when the pandemic hit and caused another delay. The series is currently shooting right now in Budapest. We got a cast of the lead, I guess. I guess I must have missed this. Pablo Schreiber. Probably oh. just some like he's not super well known, but if you saw this guy's face, you'd probably be like, Oh, that guy. He's known for his role as Nick Sabatka on The Wire. Yeah, have you seen The Wire on HBO? I have not. Well, if, if if you look at this guy's face and you recognize him, I I, I just very very briefly recognize him. Like I, I don't I don't really know the dude, but either way, he's playing Master Chief. That there there you go, Mitch. I thought I'd uh, get out of these headlines and start us off right where we deserve to start, uh, and that's uh, where you deserve to start, my friend. And that's recapping WandaVision episode eight. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, before we get into it, of course, episode eight uh, of WandaVision is called Previously On, and it basically gives us a backstory of everything that's gone on up until this point, um, which is classic, you know, big series, the episode before a finale. Let's get, let's do a flashback episode to keep the, f the fans waiting, um, and they did it. They gave us a flashback episode but also kind of like a present day episode it, kind of combining both. But either way, Mitch, what'd you think of this episode? I will be honest. This is how I thought the show was going to go like play out from the beginning. Like I felt like it was going to be the style of filming that they did in this episode is how I originally thought the entire show was going to be until uh, like I, when we got the first trailer, I think for WandaVision and it was showing like the different time pieces, I thought those were just going to be kind of like flashbacks, mm -hmm. uh, for, for Wanda or whatever. And, um, turns out that's not how the show ended up being, but, um, this episode was really good. Um, I like the like that we finally have like a not necessarily a villain but kind of like a villain for the show like for for Wanda I guess yeah um but at the same time like we're still we unraveled so much information 
in this episode about her and her situation and her uh, like how she doesn't really understand how to use her powers. She just has a lot of power and is kind of, uh, you know, going through life with all these tragedies and little do we know she's probably one of the strongest, if not the strongest Avenger (laughs) Uh, when it comes down to like power level. I mean, I don't know. I don't know where you want to like, if you want to just like bounce ideas off of each other or like go over the episode uh, together. Cause I'm like, my brain's like going all over the place with how much information was dumped in this episode. Yeah. I was thinking, um, and I was talking about it with my roommate, Jordan about like, unlike certain other popular franchise, female characters that are beloved and their fall to evil uh, was kind of rushed cough, cough game of Thrones. I still love yeah. I, I still love Daenerys. Nothing's gonna change that. But Wanda just man, like she just movie after movie after show after show. This chick really gets dicked down by life. Like yeah, her parents are dead. Her brother is dead. Vision is dead. Uh, she really gets put through the ringer, and over the course of the show, like. You almost like you hate her for how what she's doing to Westview, but you also like feel bad for her because all of this rea- the, the reality that she created like is to cope with all of the loss that she's been given. So it's like it's hard to hate her, but also easy to hate her. But like, like I, feel, I felt like this episode, it finally showed like why she like we finally get like the backstory of what actually went down and like yeah exactly like you don't want to hate her character anymore for what she's doing you feel like she's completely justified by by doing the stuff that she does like to westview or whatever uh because she didn't have um like because she's just been pretty much dicked down by all this all this shit that's happened to her. Um I I, I wanted to put up turn up. What did you think of the fact that it was revealed that Wanda had powers before the Mind Stone and the Mind Stone just amplified the powers that she already had? Great kind of how you said that she has all of this power, but she doesn't necessarily know how to use it. She just has it. Like the fact that the mind stone just amplified the power she already has. What did you think of that reveal? Cause up until now we just thought like Wanda got her superpowers from the experimentations from the mind stone. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Like, is she part, uh, like, I guess she has some kind of witch background that allowed her to maybe have, uh, some kind of powers before, but at the same time, like I, I started to think like, I think she got a majority of her powers from the, from like the sword or the mind stone or whatever mm-hmm. infinity stone that was, I can't remember. Maybe I, I think you're right. It might've been the mind stone. Um, 
but yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like there, each, each segment that they did, like each flashback, was kind of. Uh, I love how it was like its own little story, and it tied into like all the stuff that we already knew about her character. Like we already knew of that story of her as a kid, but we got the like more background into why she's so addicted to like TV shows and stuff. Mm -hmm. I thought that was really cool how they did that. Um, I don't know about you, but one of the biggest questions in my head, dude, and maybe I'm just overhyping. Maybe I'm going to get too excited, just like how I did with the whole Reed Richards thing. But like, bro, mark my words. If that white vision in the end credit scene isn't Ultron, it's Ultron, bro. That's it's got to be Ultron. Can you dude? <laughs> I hope that would be cool. That would make this show cool as shit. I mean, I mean, I just don't what I'm like trying to figure out is there's only one episode left, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to figure out like. Man, this episode's only going to be like an hour long. How are they going to cram all this infer like all this battle, like action of this white vision, whether it be Ultron or like I I'm just I don't know, man. I don't know. I have no idea where it's how it's going to tie into anything at this point. I'm I'm just basically along for the ride now <laughs> like if, i if go ahead if, if you had to pinpoint the the surprise cameo that they keep hyping up who do you think it is at this point in time i would say that it would be uh that white vision i i don't know if he has like a title to his name yet but i would think that that would be it Unless there's a big reveal in the final episode, which I wouldn't be surprised if there if there would be. Um, I mean, because that's how they did it with uh, Mandalorian. It was the final episode, and bam, Luke Skywalker shows up. So, spoiler and if you haven't if you haven't been following along with Mandalorian. <laughs> my roommates and and my kind of my local group of friends here have just been tossing around ideas like. Like, what if it's Doctor Strange? And it makes sense if it's Doctor Strange just because of the multiverse, like, ideas that are going to stem out of this show. But Paul Bettany, in this interview, I watched this interview this morning with him, and he says that the surprise cameo at the end is with an actor that he's longed to work with for his entire career. So, like, so they would have crossed paths in, in Avengers, certainly. Shouldn't they have, like... I, I would I would have thought that they that they would have. And the other popular theory is that uh, Fastbender is going to pop up as Magneto because in the comics, Magneto is her father. Um, but obviously we saw who her dad was like in the flashback sequence. So she, they could make a play on it and make it like Ian McKellen and make it her grandfather like. That they could they could That'd be do, interesting they could do magneto and bring in the fact the fox universe or it could be james spader at, as ultron in the 
in the body of this white vision. So I did some research and by doing some research, I mean, I watched a couple TikToks from this really, really intense comic book nerd that I follow. He's awesome. And he said that in the comics, white vision is a, a weapon that the government created to kind of kick off like Wanda going crazy. Like this white vision has no memory of who Wanda is, has no emotion, has just all this power. And the, the whole mission is like to kill Wanda. So like my theory is that like she is going to have to kill this vision and it's going to just break her heart even more. Cause even if it is Ultron, it still looks like vision. So she's going to have to, kill this white vision and then she's going to go mad and then she's going to open up all of these different portals or whatever and it, that's how the multiverse of madness is going to have its movie which would then make sense if Doctor Strange popped up in the very end of WandaVision. Yeah, that would be that would be really <laughs> that would be really cool if she's the one that starts like the multiverse of madness type thing by opening up portals. I started as soon as you said that I, I started to think like, well, maybe that's how that Pietro got there. Like maybe he just showed up. Cause he had, he basically said, yeah, I have like no recollection of anything. Just hurt her. And so I, I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, I, the shows the shows going off the walls like just just crazy. Like I was not expecting some an, a witch for Catherine Hahn's character to be a witch. I was uh, just going to uh, ask you and, what did, what do you think of Catherine Hahn, her performance and her portrayal of this this villain? What do you think of her? I think she's I think she's done really well. Like I thought it's been awesome that she's on the show and then like now she has this like really uh, a much bigger role which is uh which is really cool um i i want to say the beginning scene i'm pretty sure that was the intro scene when it was like the salem witch trials or whatever was mm -hmm. that the opening of the episode i think um I think she's done really cool job playing Agatha. I do. I think she's been kick ass. We all kind of knew from the start that they weren't going to just bring in Catherine Hahn uh, to be this side character. Like she had to have had some significance. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, great episode. Uh, I can't wait to see what's in the finale. We're going to have a have, we're going to have to have a WandaVision celebration once it ends uh, next week. Um, in terms of uh, we're just sad, uh, sad that it's over smile because it happened but sad that it's over so we will we will just have to continue with our thoughts next time uh, for the finale we're super excited and uh, we can't wait to see what happens Mitch are you ready to talk about a movie that released over the weekend good old Tom and Jerry so information about the movie Tom and Jerry is uh, is a animation ad adventure comedy movie that released in theaters and on HBO Max the same day. It's part of their like same day campaign, whatever. 
Um, it's rated PG. It's an hour and 40 minutes. Uh, and the, uh, yeah, the movie is Tom and Jerry. It, it also stars Chloe Grace Moretz, Michael Pena, uh, and Colin Jost. Just, just also just random other characters and actors and actresses. I'll be the first to say that this movie was not good. <laughs> it, it just wasn't a good uh situation run through on this movie at all really i mean there there isn't even really much good i can say about the movie and i'm sure mitch can relate but the the movie it's just not good the few notes that i took i said that the acting from the human characters is trash the the movie raises more questions than answers like why are all the animals animated? Are all of the animals able to be treated like humans like Tom and Jerry are? Why why are all of the other animals pets and Tom and Jerry can just like walk the streets like humans? Like and I get that's how the classic cartoon was, but like still. Like why why? Um I also put that the human characters are boring. Like the the human side of the things never really interested me at all i just wanted to get back to tom and jerry beating the shit out of each other which is what tom and jerry is supposed to be i also put that tom and jerry you know what the biggest problem with tom and jerry is mitch is that tom and jerry are side characters in their own self-titled movie what do you think about tom and jerry mitch dude this movie sucked so bad i did not with you on uh the sense that uh like pretty much everything that you said is spot on um i just wanted to see tom and jerry just go at it and just beat the shit out of each other the whole time because i thought that those a couple of those moments were pretty funny uh you know classic tom and jerry shenanigans um but yeah uh as for like all of the actors and actresses in this it was uh not good acting not good script not a good script i didn't understand anything uh that was really what they were trying to go for so yeah i'm i'm just gonna leave it at uh exactly what agreeing exactly with what you said well cool cool um yeah i don't think there much more needs to be said about the movie um I think it's uh, honestly pretty trash, and I'm really sad to say that about Tom and Jerry because I was really excited for um, for the movie, and I really wanted it to be good. And within the first 20 minutes, I think I looked at Catherine and said, like, this is not good. It's, it, it is not going to be good, and it, it, it's, it's sad, but it, it really just wasn't good. <laughs> that's, that's all you can say about it. Um, so if you want to check it out for free on HBO Max for the month that it's free, um, but please watch it when it's free. I, I don't even really recommend watching it at all, to be honest. It just wasn't good. Um, it's sad, super sad to say about it, but it, it just wasn't good. So um, next up, uh, we, in celebration of Tom and Jerry, uh, wanted to go back and kind of review our top five of uh classic cartoons uh these these cartoons i i told the other boys that they could be as old as you want uh so 
Um, I'll start it off and give my number five and Mitch will give his and, you know, we'll just we'll do the damn thing like we always do. All right. Number five for classic cartoons for me is Courage, the Cowardly Dog. Old cartoon gives me the heebie-jeebies. When I think old cartoons, I think Courage, the Cowardly Dog. Mitch, what is your number five? Well, Logan, my number five is Tom and Jerry. We're talking old school, like early, you know, television uh, cartoon Tom and Jerry, you know, where they're still smoking the cigars on TV, (laughs) on the cartoon, and just some classic, uh, just some classic uh, shenanigans between Tom and Jerry's was my go-to as a kid. So uh, had to have that in my top five old old cartoons. What do you got at number four? Number four, I got another uh, Cartoon Network jam. In fact, all of my shows are either from Boomerang. I guess that's what the old shows aired on and Cartoon Network. No Nickelodeon shows made the cut just because Nickelodeon, at least in my mind, was a little more recent. Um, even though there are some old Nickelodeon shows, um, I, I kind of went with Cartoon Network just because Cartoon Network, I think, showed some really, really old shit. Um, either way, number four for me is Dexter's Laboratory. Um, love Dexter's Laboratory. DD. Um, always was a jam. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't have much to say. Hopefully, if they make a live action adaptation of Dexter's Laboratory, it doesn't suck dick. <laughs> um <laughs> so mitch what do you got at your number four uh at number four i have the animaniacs uh another just classic shenanigan type of show <laughs> uh i can't even remember the the characters names off the top of my head but uh something that i that I need to uh, watch the new seasons of, cause I've heard that the remake or like the new seasons of the Animaniacs is pretty good. So, but that's what I have uh, at number four. What do you got at number three? Number three, I've got another classic. Uh, I have a feeling that your, uh, that you probably enjoyed this show from time to time. Ed, Ed and Eddie uh, loved the classic, just, really just utter stupidity that these kids had all of the kids in the neighborhood. They're just punk ass kids. Uh, and it was just funny, man. It was just stupid humor. It was like, butt poop and fart jokes, which is basically what my sense of humor is. Uh, so it really appealed to me. I know my mom at the time didn't like me watching it cause she thought it like poisoned me, but, um, Damn, I just remembered one that should go on the list. Damn it. Um, if you say it, I'll, I'll make mention of it. But yeah, Ed and Ed Nettie, classic. Abs- when I think of cartoons I watched when I was really young, I think of this one. What you got at number three? At number three, I have... Uh, this was, I think, my most recent... Uh, not like the most recent in time period that this show came out. Uh, I think it came out in like 98 or 99. But uh, Rocket Power, I had to put this on my list. This is my, this was my jam. Loved uh, watching this show, coming home from school and stuff like that. And uh, essentially, uh, 
I would watch this show all the time and just loved the characters. Mm-hmm. You got uh, Squid Sam, uh, Otto, and Twister. <laughs> and I knew Reggie. you'd love this show. <laughs> it's so... It's so damn, it was a, such a damn good show. Tito, Uncle Tito. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, or, uh, shit. What was the one catchphrase? Shit, it was right there on the top of my, tip of my tongue there for a second. Oh, man, I forget. But just solid characters, solid show. That's what I got at number three. Logan, what do you got at number two? My number two and my number one swapped places a couple times, but I really do think my number one I watched way more than number two. And number two is Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Um, oh. I, think, I think that showed on uh, Boomerang uh, a lot, and I watched the shit out of this show, dude. Like, I love Scooby-Doo, which is why the new Scoob movie was such a disappointment. <laughs> and... Dude, you know what I watched for the first time Friday night? <laughs> Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed. I don't know if you'd ever seen that before. The sequel, the live-action sequel Scooby-Doo movie. Overall, not good. That was the... F- <laughs> it, it was... Uh, it, it just wasn't the great. Yeah, I, I've seen that. It's, um, yeah, it's not great, but it's <laughs> it's not bad either. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Just, just enjoy like 90s, um, early 2000s nostalgia yeah. there. I think that uh, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Just absolute classic, man. I know I'm saying that about all these shows, but like I watched the hell out of this show, man. This is what sparked my interest in Scooby-Doo and and really just lives on. What you you got for your runner-up? Well, for my runner-up, I have Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That... uh, that is a show that I'm right there with you on that uh, particularly watched it all the time growing up as a kid. Uh, whenever I'd go to like grandparents' houses or friends' houses, that's what would be on TV. And yeah, so it was just always on and you can't go wrong with uh, more uh, another shenanigan type of show. So um that's what i got at number two what do you got at number one number one um i've i've got uh i've got tom and jerry at number one man uh and that's why i'm so defeated about the tom and jerry movie i uh i loved the tom and jerry movie um or sorry the show the classic show, like you said, the beat 'em up, smoking cigars, walking around. With, there are guns in that show. They're shooting guns at each other. They're throwing axes at each other. It was just classic beat 'em up. You know, the lion comes on from Lions Gate at the beginning, and it's it just feels good just watching that. Like that classic music when it comes on, it just. It just hits different, and that's why the new movie was so disappointing for me. Um, I absolutely love Tom and Jerry, and thats it's just a damn tragedy that the movie was not good. Mitch, what is your number one? Well, my number one is Batman the Animated Series. Solid cartoon, solid characters, 
you just can't go wrong with watching Batman the Animated Series and uh, watched it all the time growing up. I just recently have uh, started to go back and watch some of the episodes, and it's just a solid TV show that I think is going to be just timeless or ageless, I guess, is... The only thing that's uh, that may not hold the test of time is the animation, but I think the animation in the show is just phenomenal anyway. So, um, yeah, that's what I got at number one. Well, cool. There was our top five classic old cartoons to close out the show as we do at the top of every month. What we do is we kind of go through what we've been watching lately. What have we been playing lately? What have we been listening to? What have we been binging lately? I'll start her off. Um, I'll have everybody know that I finally finished The Big Bang Theory. It was a trip. It was a chore. There's too many damn seasons of that show. Um, but it honestly still will earn a four out of five for me. Um, the characters are too fun. Uh, it just got to be too long. You know, most shows find a nice run at like eight seasons or whatever. But, you know, this this show went on for 12 and it just just too long. But the show was good. I'm glad I watched it. Um, so I finally finished the Big Bang Theory. Second off, uh, I finished The Last of Us. Uh, Last of Us, the, the first one, the first game. I'll probably try to get my hands on. Uh, the second game at some point, maybe for my birthday, I'll ask for a GameStop gift card or something um, and go pick it up and, and play that one. So I'm up to date for when the show comes out eventually. Um, so really enjoyed that. Um, in the video game realm, I started uh, my replay of the hit God of War that came out last year in preparation of the sequel Ragnarok that comes out this year um, at some point. So I'm super excited for or for that. So I kind of downloaded the God of War game for free and uh, am going through that again. And it's just incredible. They updated it so it plays on the PS5 seamlessly and it sure as hell does. It's so good. Um, in terms of TV, um, Still chugging along, obviously, on WandaVision. We'll be done with that next week. Um, Servant Season 2, chugging along on that on Apple TV+. Plus. Um, thinking here. Also started Succession on HBO. Uh, a, a podcast I listen to talks about it all the time. So Catherine and I started that as our new show. To watch together so we started watch the first episode of that today another show that i'll be watching without her is sherlock starring benedict cumberbatch i watched the first episode of that the other day and really enjoyed myself so i'll probably go through and watch more of that and hopefully finish that in a couple weeks um and then my new bedtime show kind of what the big bang theory was is going to be the fresh prince of bel-air kind of keeping that sitcom train going uh, to watch all the greatest sitcoms of all time. So that's that's really what I've been binging lately and what I'll be binging for the next couple of weeks. Mitch, 
what you've been up to, what you've been playing, what you've been what you've been binging lately. Well, uh, been playing a lot of NBA 2K20. Uh, you know, just watching sports, and then just when I get on play PlayStation, what do I do? I just fucking play a sports game because I'm a fucking stooge or some shit. I can't do anything different. I play some shooter games and get league and stuff. We got another dub in Warzone. I forgot to mention that. Um, but uh, yeah, um, that's what I've been playing. Is just mostly NBA 2K. Watching, I started Narcos season one. Started Narcos season one, and I'm a couple episodes in. Really solid show so far uh, i really like it and really enjoy it and gonna continue watching it um i also started i never got around to watching the last dance the uh, uh chicago bulls and michael jordan documentary um so I, i've been i started that i think i'm a couple up to that as well uh, um, shit, there was one other, that's pretty much it, I've been, music, music-wise, uh, nothing, not a whole lot new, uh, not a whole lot of new stuff has come out on my music front, I don't know about you, Logan, but, um, Yeah, that that's pretty much it, man. Uh, just a lot of 2K and Narcos and The Last Dance. That's what I've been up, up to. Well, cool. And that, uh, my friends, is this episode of The Binge Boys. Like I said at the top... We'll see you guys. Uh, oh, sorry, <laughs> my brain just skipped sentences. Like I said at the top, follow us on Instagram, Binge Boys Podcast. That's where you get all of the information uh, that you need to know about the show. Leave that rating and review on Apple uh, iTunes. Subscribe on Spotify. And we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. Ahsoka Tano. Ahsoka Tano. If you could multiply something 50 times, what would that something be? Milkshakes? Minutes in the day? How about money? The Virginia Lottery's 50 times the money scratcher gives you 25 chances to win on each ticket. You could win up to $3 million playing 50 times the money. Yeah, multiplying money sounds like fun. No offense to milkshakes. Virginia Lottery Scratchers. Everyday wins. Visit a lottery retailer near you. For odds and more information, visit valottery.com.